Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. According to the Global Recruiters Indeed, Ireland is the fifth best place in Europe to work in behind Luxembourg, Switzerland, Britain and Germany. It's one of the few countries with a so-called brain gain, i.e. more people seeking to work here than seeking jobs overseas. But with rampant inflation, high personal taxes and hardly anywhere to live, does Ireland deserve to be fifth? Joining me now is Jack Kennedy, economist with Indeed, and Sean Healy from Social Justice Ireland. Let's start with you, Jack. Um, Why is Ireland the fifth best place in Europe to work? Good morning, Joe. Yeah, so we rank the competitive positions of different countries in the labour market based on search patterns um, on Indeed's job websites across Europe. And really, I think um, one of the things that explains Ireland's high position, um, it's a relatively high income um, country versus other European countries. We do see a correlation between wealthier countries and um, net interest in jobs. Ireland also has um, many remote, high paying and hard to fill jobs, uh, which tend to attract higher overseas interest. Ireland also had um, a relatively strong job postings recovery. Um, Job postings on Indeed remain over 50% above pre-pandemic levels. Um, So more opportunities mean that domestic candidates are more likely to stay within Ireland. So I think a combination of of all of those factors do help to explain Ireland's um, high position in these rankings. I'm guessing that um, when it comes to job postings and job searches on on your website, Jack, uh, there's no reference of the ease or otherwise of finding somewhere to live. Uh, That's true, but um, a lot of the the jobs um, that are attracting um, the highest interest are are really ones that are attractive to to internationally mobile, um, highly skilled people whose whose experience um, is in high demand. That's particularly true. Um, in sectors like software development, IT, also um, management and accounting. Um, businesses really appear to be taking advantage of increased international mobility to, to fill these gaps in, in domestic labour supply. Um, they're also, they're all, um, already taking many steps to hire foreign workers, including uh, posting jobs abroad, um, hiring recruiters with foreign language skills, and writing job descriptions in multiple languages. Um, we, we found that um, almost four in five Irish businesses have already hired foreign nationals in the last five years, um, and 80% of businesses um, plan to plan to do so uh, in 2022. So clearly, from both the employers um, and also the candidates' perspective, um, that interest uh, certainly remains very high. Okay, well, let me bring in Sean Healy from Social Justice Ireland. Sean, some people listening to this will be very proud that Ireland is in the top five places to work in Europe. Other people might be throwing their porridge at the radio when they hear it. I agree with that analysis, absolutely. I think there are some people who are doing very well, and there are some people, a lot of people actually, who are not doing all that well at all. Uh, uh, I think uh, it's the some people are doing extremely well. Like a quarter of the workforce in Ireland, that's... Uh, what about uh, six over six hundred thousand people are earning is something in excess of one hundred and five thousand euro? Now that's not bad money by any standards, okay? But then you go back and you look at it more closely, and you find that six hundred another six hundred thousand, a different one, obviously, are earning less than twenty one thousand seven hundred. Now that's money that is all is impossible to live on uh, in any kind of decent way in Ireland. So if Ireland is the fifth best country uh, for uh, seeking a job in, then I'd be quite worried if it's uh, for the rest of Europe, if that's the case. Uh, because in, in effect, um, 
we have close to full employment, which has to be acknowledged as a terrific bounce back from COVID and also a vindication of the approach that government took through COVID. So the, to try to not lose jobs, try to support uh, companies to keep people employed, try to support workers to stay in the jobs. And that worked extremely well and was so much better than what happened after the bank crash more than a decade ago. However, uh, the problem we have is is that there's an awful lot of people with low pay. And on top of that, there's some very high bills you have to pay in Ireland, the most obvious one being uh, housing. But then on top of that, you also have transport costs and uh, health costs, education costs, all the other costs that come with a normal, uh, if you like, the, the, the working day that people have or a working life that people have. So the answer, I suppose, from my perspective is, uh, some people are doing extremely well, uh, but on the other side, uh, there's an enormous number of people uh, who uh, are, are doing poorly. An awful lot of the new jobs in Ireland are very high tech, high paid and so on, but an awful lot of them are also very low paid. And um, you can see that with the, dif- dis- the, well, the difficulty. Sean, being, Sean uh, I, need, I need to put some of that to Jack. Jack, can I bring absolutely. you back in? Um, um, when uh, when these job postings are put out there, uh, I presume they're for decent jobs. It was decent jobs. They're for well-paying jobs. They're not for jobs that might be very low skill. Well, I mean, there's, there's the full range of jobs, really. I think the, what the research is showing that the ones that are attracting um, the highest foreign interest are, are predominantly at the, the, the higher paid, higher skilled end. Um, I think, you know, the, the point is the research isn't saying that Ireland doesn't have um, or, or any of the countries we survey doesn't have um, challenges. But really, you know, I think it's a rem- uh, the data is a reminder that Ireland is an attractive country to work in. And uh, perhaps, you know, some of the issues like high housing costs are, are almost sort of associated with, with success. It doesn't mean that they're not significant, but they're, they're surely kind of better than being uh, a place that, that people don't want to come to um, because the economy isn't well, strong. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point. Final word to Sean Healy. Um, it is, we are in a much better position than we were when I was growing up in the 1980s. Without a doubt, that's true. And, uh, and we have certainly improved dramatically. Our unemployment is down dramatically. We're close to full employment and so on. At the same time, the gap between the bottom 10% and the top 10% who have jobs now, okay, uh, is the highest, the gap between the two is the highest of any other high-income European country, and it's the highest by some margin. So that shows you more, again, the gap between the better-off jobs and the poorer-paid jobs. And I think we might be seeing a a turnover on that in some ways because there's so much difficulty, for example, in the hospitality industry to try to fill the jobs that are available Which is driving up wages, which is driving up wages in in the low-skilled area. All right, I'm going to wind it up there, but thank you both very much. That's Sean Healy from Social Justice Ireland and Jack Kennedy from the recruitment website Indeed. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.